I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of VEASAN's Prime Time Action, live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Matt, I was very impressed that you uh, came up with the Calder Trophy last Saturday. Yes, I knew exactly what it was. I know you did. Yes. I know Rookie you did. of the year in the NHL, if you were wondering. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Who doesn't know that? Kelly, let's update everything. Texas Southern with a uh, six-point lead, making a four-point lead in the uh, first four game. Turn it into a rout. Uh, Texas Southern four and a half live and one thirty-four and a half, the live total. Uh, over in the NBA, <clears throat> the Nets seventy-one to forty-five over the Magic. Four and a half minutes left still in the first half. Jeez, <laughs> seventy-one points with four thirty-six left in the half. Magic, I swear, I swear to God, man, I'm not lying. Number one team in points per 100 possessions on defense over the last nine games against pretty good opponents too. It's okay though. You only need you only need what twenty and a half from Desmond Bain. Yeah, he's got fifteen. He's already. got fifteen already with with two minutes left in the first half. All right, so. so hopefully one great bet tonight and one you know really 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 bad one. Uh, yeah, it's seventy-one to forty-seven Nets. Uh, they are. 23 and a half point live favorites and 254 and a half is your live total. And if anybody's asked me, hey, Kelly, you bet the Magic pregame, would you bet them now? No, because they don't have the offensive firepower, really, to, uh, if I'm betting a, li- a team live, 
down in this scenario. We kind of want the, those offensive playmakers to be able to uh, make up some of that score, and I don't really trust that the Magic are going to be able to close that much of a gap in the final half. Uh, the Grizzlies with a 21-point lead over the Pacers, 64-43, two and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Grizzlies, 18.5-point live favorites, 239.5, your live total. The big one everybody was looking forward tonight, the, Rod- the Rodney Magruder return game to Miami as sure. the Pistons uh, take on the Heat. Yeah. He's filling in for Kate Cunningham. Uh, Heat leading that one 22 to 18, 225 left in the first quarter. Heat 13 and a half point live favorites, 210 and a half. Your live total over on the ice. Ducks, Rangers, 1-1, first intermission. Rangers, minus 170. Ducks, plus 130. 6.5, your live total. Capitals up on the Islanders, 1-0, first intermission. Andy McNeil, a happy guy. Caps, minus 360 live. Islanders, plus 245. Live total set at 5. Juiced to the over. Maple Leafs up on the Stars, 2-0, First intermission, Maple Leafs minus 1,000 live stars, plus 370, six and a half year live total. Those Coyotes, they just won't go away. Four to one up on the Canadiens, first intermission. Whoa. Yeah. They are minus 800 live Canadiens, plus 450 live total set at nine. As I know you were wondering, because I was, the highest scoring first half in the history of the NBA. Because the Nets have 73 and counting as Kyrie has 32 of them. And there's still 345 left in the first half. Didn't it happen within the last year or two? Uh, No, it did not. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) November 10th, 1990, the Phoenix Suns scored 107 points in the first half against the Denver Nuggets. I thought this can't possibly be true, so I looked up the box score. Yup, 107 they end up beating Denver that night, one seventy-three to one forty-three. Led at halftime, one hundred seven to sixty-seven. So the Nets are still thirty-one points shy of that, but they got three minutes to work on it. That is pretty amazing. That is wild, crazy. They had a fifty-seven point second quarter in that game. Yes, they did. <laughs> fifty-seven. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, who led the way that day? You're asking. <laughs> I don't know if you were asking. Uh, Phoenix, well, that, that's why I wanted, I wanted to see the players on the teams. Phoenix, Cedric Sabalos. Cedric oh, Sabalos. Oh, Sabalos. Oh, yeah. Cedric Sabalos, 32 that day. Uh, Kevin Johnson, KJ had 23. Dan Marley had 21. Tom Chambers had 20. Kenny Battle had 23. They were all over the place. Kevin Johnson had 17 assists and five steals. Dan Marley had 13 assists. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Box scores, man. They're just different back here. Okay. Did you... Uh, did you hear this? So, so Tom Brady, famously, 39, 40 days, was retired, right? And, you know, I was asking out loud on the show. I was like, okay, do you take him at his word that, you know, he just wanted to retire from football and then he had to change a heart and he just wanted to play football again? It's not the time for me not to be on the field. Or did he think he could force a trade maybe to the San Francisco 49ers and then he realized, oh, Bruce Arians and Malcolm Glaze and all, and everybody, they're like, they're not playing that. So oh, I guess I, they, I couldn't force a trade. I guess I'll come back. Well, there's a new theory. This is from Ben Valin of the Boston Globe. Uh, he shared an interesting theory on the uh, Merloni and, F- and uh, Foria show on Monday on uh, WEEI in Boston. He said there was, a, there was the Mike Florio report that Brady and former Saints coach Sean Payton were planning to team up in Miami. Uh, he said he knows that's true because he heard it independently. And it wasn't for Brady to play. It was for Brady to be in the front office. 
with Sean Payton as coach. And then later the day, uh, later that day of Brady's retirement, Brian Flores filed his lawsuit against the Dolphins, throwing a monkey wrench into the entire plan. And so that's what scuttled, according to this theory, the whole thing. That threw everything, you know, into chaos. And then finally, Tom Brady was like, well, <clears throat> if I can't be in the front office here in Miami, guess I might as well just play football again. Ben Volan, who used to cover the Miami Dolphins for a long time for the Palm Beach Post. So he was down in that area, probably still has some connections with the team. That's uh, that's interesting. Interesting. I, I interrupt that amazing news nugget. You're so welcome. For Kyrie Irving is 14 of 17 from the floor, 6 of 7 from downtown. He is 39 oh with man. 224 left in the first half. Yikes. 39. With 224 left in the first half, he is 14 of 17 from the floor, 6 of 7 from 3, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, throw in, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. Okay, so last night, Cat had 60 for the T-Wolves, Steph had 47, Trey had 46 or 44, I can't remember, Trey Young for the, for the Hawks. So Kyrie <laughs> is doing the Barry Bonds, McGuire, Sosa thing, and he goes, oh yeah, watch this. 39 with 224 left. And if we're doing if we're starting to do the on pace thing, he's on pace for the second highest scoring game in the history of the NBA. I mean, this is just in, it to go and he's assisted three times as well. Like he's given he's he's dished three times in this. Oh. This is uh we're keeping our eye on this. Yeah. This is this is something else. Two, still two twenty four left. Again, was we'll, we'll mention that Bruce Brown has a higher plus minus though, so keep that in mind. You gotta love plus minus. <laughs> so great. Give me Bruce Brown all day long <laughs> over Kyrie. Any day over but, Kyrie. Yeah. Go, going back to that, did you hear Brady's dad? Mm-mm. So Brady's dad in an interview said that the the media he was blaming the media on forcing Tom into retiring. Oh God. That. That Schefter, well, like that, that Schefter like reported that it, it was much? a done deal, and someone else reported that it was a done deal, and that like he felt like this like pressure and all stuff. And I'm like, what? He's a 44 year old man. Like, uh, like, like <laughs> you're telling so me dumb. because it got reported by a couple of guys like, that he felt pressure to retire. I'm like, come on, dumbest man. thing I've ever heard. So ridiculous. Like, don't even, don't even begin to, to go there. Here's an interesting one here, though, guys. Um, Mary Kay Cabot, who we talk about a lot, like some of these beat reporters, beat reporters are plugged in. She's about as plugged into the Browns as, as you mm-hmm. can possibly get. Baker Mayfield would not be a part of a Browns offer for Deshaun that. Watson. I saw that. So if if Deshaun goes elsewhere, and you're like, and you're Baker Mayfield, or you're because I heard a Niners rumor today, or you're Trey Lance. I guess he can't be too sore, but like Baker Mayfield specifically, we know how uh, butt hurt he gets at yeah. stuff. And he wouldn't be out of town? He wouldn't be out of town. First of all, even if Deshaun doesn't go there now, that, that's not gonna have that's not gonna leave a mark or anything, is it? Right. But imagine that awkwardness. Hey, Deshaun. How you doing? I mean, and I wonder if that's because the Texans have already said, like, we don't we don't want him. We don't want Baker? Yeah. We don't want him. Yeah, that was the that was the weird part reading that today. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> Man, high and mighty Texans to be like, we don't want Baker Mayfield. But, I mean, I guess, though, if you're looking, and if you're them, you're looking at this, and it's coming up on his fifth-year option. So it's like you're going to have to pay Baker Mayfield, who 
we still don't know may or may not be good. Right. And you're going to have to pay him the 20 whatever, $23 million, yeah. whatever. They're probably like, yeah, no. I I'm guess just, if you're going to restart, you'd rather just blow up yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, like I, we're not going to pay Baker Mayfield 20 $3 million. So it sounds like the Texans are being a little bit more intelligent than the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'll, I'll applaud them for that. So, you know, so all these quarterback dominoes, and you keep talking about Jimmy G, seems like the likely scenario. Him ended up probably in Indianapolis. It seems like the likeliest scenario. There's only one chair left. So what happens now if you're one of these teams? Okay, the Saints still need a quarterback. Let's say one of the teams that is inquiring about Deshaun Watson is going to miss out on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. There's these teams that are going to need quarterbacks as well. Do do we? Aaron Rodgers is now re-upped for two more years. Is are we going to sit Jordan Love for four years? Like, I mean, like uh, that's uh, a great question. Like, I, I brought that up before too. Jordan, I mean, maybe we are. I, I, I mean, is he going to sit for four years, or are we going to? Is someone going to be like, hey, like, all right, we'll take him, trade off. him for anything, right? Right? Like, I mean, even even if it's a fifth round, sixth round pick at this point, it's. Although I will say this, if I can sound like I'm 100 years old. You know, back in the day, you know how quarterbacks got good? Holding the clipboard for years. You can't do that now with the economics of the NFL. But Jordan Love's in this really unique position where maybe he could. But, like, okay, but if you were to do that, you would have to believe that the Packers then at least semi-believe in this guy. Which we've almost already seen the Packers don't believe in this guy at all, right? Yeah, no, I just said they they would have to have some semblance of thought that he, uh, you know, if we give him a clipboard for a few more years, that'll be something. So unless that's changed in the past like year, and maybe it has, who knows? But by the way, from a Packer standpoint, that's not the worst strategy. Yeah. And and then the only other guy that I was thinking about today that I guess we heard about maybe really early on, we hadn't heard about since this, this all got going and all this, and maybe they just want too much for him, but we hadn't heard anything about Gardner Minshew either. Yeah, it's Uh, true. he He came up in somebody's. Somebody was thinking about Gardner Minshew. 41 for Kyrie. 41, he sunk another. 41, less than a minute left. Here come the Nets. Not Kyrie that time. 41, and the Nets will get one more possession here, at least in the uh, first half. On pace, you know about on pace, to have the second highest scoring game by anyone in the history of the National Basketball Association. We'll come back. Wide receivers, where's Allen Robinson? Another's going to end up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Oh, just thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner. Looks, you are, like, looks you, like I have a new option. I'm about to say, look at it. Look at that thing. Oh, Would you eat two of them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tonight, I can't you, eat two. two of them. My goodness. Well, maybe me? go elsewhere on the menu, you know, add to it. Maybe some, maybe some chicken. So you get you get one Sammy, and then like you add like yeah, something else. It. Yeah, chicken tenders or something like that. Yeah. Okay, all right. You know, yeah. Mix it up. Like a Sammy and a three piece. Yeah, dark yeah. meat. That, Thank that, you very much. You're making me hungry now, Gil. Yeah. yeah. Right as we went to break, guys. Kyrie Irving, he's not any good. We saw him miss two shots. Yeah, we saw him terrible. Two out of his last three. He's basically triple covered, but you know whatever. Yeah, I mean he's terrible. Fourteen of nineteen <laughs> in the first half. Six of seven from downtown, seven of seven from the free throw line, three rebounds, three assists, three steals, nary a turnover, 41 points. Nary. Good, nary. good job working that in. Uh, well, let's see. In the, in the college game, we've got uh, – this is a tight game. Texas Southern up to uh, 49-47, 11-15 left in the game. Texas Southern, three-and-a-half point live favorite, 139-and-a-half the live total. If you were wondering who had the highest scoring uh, half individual player in NBA history, because I was. I sure was. Wilt Chamberlain. What do you know? Yeah, what a surprise. Shocker. What a surprise. 59 points. I would assume that's his 100-point game. I shouldn't assume that. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't. 59 points. He also had another game where he had uh, 45, but it's 59 and then uh, Kobe, 55, I assume that's his 81-point game. So they had, Gil, I don't know if you caught it on SportsCenter at all last night, they listed like the top uh, top single quarter scorers of all time. Yes. And the list went like eight deep or whatever. Will wasn't on there. It was like a shocker. Yeah, six deep. Is that uh, what it was, six deep? Yeah, okay. Ka- uh, Carl Anthony Towns had the sixth highest one at 32. Clay, of course, the highest at 37. Scorching Clay is scorching un- unlike any other. And they did point out, I'm glad SVP pointed this out, I remember this as a kid. There was the last game of an NBA season once. I was super little, too. And David Thompson and George Gervin were going into the last game of the season, going for the scoring title. 
and they both independently, their teams decided, we're getting you the scoring title, and they both like scored 70 on the last day of the season or something like that, 60-some points and 70, <laughs> and so they went off in a quarter also. It's so crazy. There's only four games in the NBA tonight, and typically we'd be sitting here going, yeah. by the way, the Grizzlies scored 74 points right. in the first half, yeah. and instead the Nets go for 86, and we're not even talking about the fact that the Grizzlies scored 74 in the first half, they're they're up seventy four to forty nine at the half, but the Nets are up 30, 86 to fifty six on the Magic. And here's one of those things, guys. Like so, since Kyrie can only play on the road games, there's really no incentive for them to get him to the bench. No, right? You know, that's like ex- if, that's exactly right. Like Durant might sit down. Like it's, it's funny you say that because I was like, oh, they're just going to keep him in, and I'm like, oh yeah, because why, why wouldn't they? Yeah, like I mean, yeah. like Durant will probably sit down, but like. With a 30-point lead. But, I mean, you know, Kyrie, why would you – why sit him? See if he can go for 70 tonight, you know? <laughs> Let's do it. The other one I – so I, I did add on to my uh, Nuggets futures already during a break tonight. I grabbed them to win the West plus 1250. Uh, you said Michael Porter Jr. reports he, he, he could return as of next week as to the team. As of next week, it says. So the other one, this is Jamal Murray, uh, and this is from Harrison Wind. Uh, Jamal Murray will practice with the Nuggets G League affiliate tomorrow and likely Saturday, and then he will return to Denver. So, I mean, he's – reports earlier in the week was that he, he had a 50-50 chance of him returning this season. So that's uh, got to be good news from those reports early, uh, a few days ago. Let's look at some NFL wide receiver props. Yes, you can bet on this as well, not just the quarterbacks. Uh, some free agent wide receivers who are out there. What team will they next play a snap for? Let's start with Allen Robinson. Oh, Allen Robinson. We had Christian Hackenberg and – Matt McGloin throw to him at Penn State. Blake Bortles among his quarterbacks in the pros. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, just a bevy of giants. Greats, I should say, throwing to him during his uh, college and pro careers. The Packers and the Dolphins are at 4-1. to one. They're the short shots. Could you imagine Allen Robinson getting to take passes from Aaron Rodgers? Oh, so this is how the game is played. Bears, a return to the Bears will be 5-1. to one. Colts, 5-1. to one. Eagles and Patriots, 6-1. to one. And then everybody else double digits. Any sense of this? We're we're going to find out a lot about what type of person Allen Robinson is. Yes, we are in this market. And I and listen, we have been for the last two years on this show. We have done nothing but set, felt sorry for this guy, mm-hmm. and we have named off yeah. every single terrible team he's played for and every single terrible quarterback. But if he chooses to go, yes. To one of these teams with a shaky quarterback situation, I will no longer, I will no longer feel sorry for that's his career. Right. If he signs with the Texans, that's it. That's You're it. Dead yes, to us. I'm, I'm no longer feeling sorry for you. If you go to the Colts and Sam Ellinger's throwing you the ball, <laughs> I'm not feeling sorry for you. Like it's not happening. I'm not feeling sorry for you in the least bit. So, well, yeah, I, I mean, this is it. look. It should he should go to the Packers. He should go to the Packers. Of course he like, should. He should go to the Packers now. Whether they can give him the type of money that he wants or anything, I understand that the financial situation does play in to all this. And I think the second best, I think the second best scenario in there, I mean, from what we saw last year, probably is to go to the Patriots. He would be the obvious number one receiver there. I thought Mac Jones did enough in his rookie season for you to feel pretty comfortable going into that situation. Um, you look at those two where he would be the unquestioned number one for the Patriots. He would be in an awesome situation with the Packers because he wouldn't have to be the number one. And if anything, that should make it awesome for him. 
for him to be – could you imagine your number two being Allen Robinson, a guy oh. that we have literally yeah. uh, like put it – like perennially put into the top 10, 12 receivers in the NFL for the last five or six years, and now this guy could go in and play opposite Devontae Adams? I mean, that would just be – well, if Devontae Adams says he's going to play, there, there's that, <laughs> I right. guess. I mean, there is that situation. He that's, play. That's still looming. I mean, you know – you, you could go to the Falcons. They desperately need a receiver because of the Ridley situation. Russell Gage is now gone. He signs out of town. I mean, they need a receiver badly. But do you want to play with what may or may not be the corpse of Matt Ryan? You know, and and then if so, you probably are only doing that for what the next year, maybe two. Matt Ryan's going to retire, and so then you're going into an unknown situation for, with a quarterback in that in that scenario. So I mean, he should go to the Packers. Outside of that, at least the Patriots make a lot of sense. And then from there, you go further down the list. I mean, how sick would it be if you went to the Chargers? He can't, they can't afford it. I mean, come on. They can't afford that, it. They can't afford it to bring in Allen Robinson, it. right? I don't think so. After signing all those defensive guys? I don't yeah. think they can do that. I don't think they do that. Yeah. Let's look at OBJ. Because this is, we might learn a little something about Odell Beckham Jr. in a, in a totally mm-hmm. different way. The Rams, a return to the Super Bowl champion Rams, even money. But will a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. decide to go elsewhere? Colts, Pats, both at plus 650. Packers at 8-1, to one, Eagles 9-1. to one. Now, if you're OBJ, don't you stay there? Yes. I, I think if this was available to us, I would bet this and bet the even money on the Rams. Yes, because here's the thing. These other teams are going to have to take a gamble on a dude who may or may not have attitude problems. We don't know. Maybe it was just the, the scenarios. Injury now, right? And then you're also taking on the injury risk as well. Mm-hmm. At least if you're the Rams, the guys already come in, apparently fit really, really well with this team in the locker room and Matt Stafford and everything like that. And you already know, okay, hey, look, we'll we'll, we'll take the injury. We, we have a pretty good idea what this guy can do on the field whenever he gets back and gets gets healthy. So, yeah, I mean, at even money, I think that's actually a really good bet. I mean, I know people don't want to lock their money up for the for the next six months or whatever, something like that. But I, I think that's really, 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 really good bet. Right? Yeah, I, I just – between the I – mean, I mean, with – he knows how talented he is. He also knows what his past has been, and it's like, didn't this all come together, you know, almost fairly or unfairly? Or, it all came together so well for him last year. Like, what would be the point mm-hmm. of going anywhere else? It just it seemed to work for everybody. Like you said, Matt, all the reports we heard was he was fitting in well, everybody was getting along, you're on a great team, so it's not like, I mean, basically anywhere you're going to go can't get much better than the situation you're in now just, as far as winning. This is year 30 season, so it's kind of like... Didn't he just have a child also, I think? If I'm not mistaken? I'm not Wes Reynolds. Let me Google. But, like, (laughs) it's his year 30 (laughs) season, so it's kind of like, again, all these other teams, you're taking in what may or may not be a lightning rod. He's going to be 30. He's coming off injury. It just seems like the Rams go, look, we know what we're getting into. We Mm -hmm. already got into it. Let's just, let's bring him back. Let's go ahead and make a run at this thing. Just welcomed in their first child. Yep. Thank you very much, Wes. Last month. Appreciate it, Wes. Wes would have known the kid's name off the top. He would have. Odell Cornelius Beckham. Oh, wow. I don't know if Wes would have known that. Is that what, is that what they named the child? No, no, no. Oh. That, that's Odell's middle name, Cornelius. Oh, oh I thought you said that. Odell uh, Cornelius. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the the child's name is Zidden or Zidon. Can we can we do one more of these before you guys uh, go off on that? Yeah. Juju, next team. Last one before the break here, 30 seconds. Packers. Patriots and of course the team we played for all these years, the Steelers. Oh, also the Chiefs. All of them six to one. Bears plus six fifty. Colts seven one. Eagles eight to one. He would fit. It's so him and him or Jarvis fits so great 
with the Chiefs. It should be one of those two guys. Yeah. They should go there. Possession receiver. Possession receiver. You're going to get a ton of passes. They throw so often. It's not like you're going to be, you know, fiending for the ball or anything like that. And you're you're going to win. I, I he he should go to the Chiefs. Good use of fiending, by the way. Jodeci. What do you know about that, Kelly? Uh, dude, when Juju was a rookie, didn't you think he was more than a possession yeah. receiver? Yes. Yeah. We all thought he was going to be great. Yeah. Well, Chiefs would be perfect. You're right. Him or Jarvis. We'll come back. Kenny White joins us to talk college basketball. Maybe he's got a pick tonight. He certainly does in the round of 64. That's next. VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Play free hoops for a share of $20,000 this March with the March Hoop Series presented by 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineups in four free-to-play contests and compete for your share of $5,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy. Put a hyphen between the 5 and the Hour Energy. Now to join the action, 5-Hour Energy, fire up your lineup. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You think Kyrie at this point just had a free throw? Uh, he was just at the stripe. Do you, do you think he knows how many points he scored already, or do you think he's just in his head? He's like, I am going to shoot the ball so many times tonight, and we'll see where I end up. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I think we could see 30-plus attempts yeah. out of him tonight. Yeah, this could be a historic night. Could be. Nets up 27 on Orlando, 87-60, first uh, stages of the first half. Let's talk some college basketball. He's our uh, buddy that we haven't talked to in a long time from CBS HQ, Power Ratings, uh, at KYD Vegas on the Twitter machine. It's Kenny White. How you doing, Kenny? Hey, Gil, doing great. Uh, this is uh, March Madness. I'm loving it. Last week was, was madness, a lot of upsets, and uh, expecting a lot of upsets in this tournament coming up this weekend. Yeah, today is the uh, annual tradition of uh, finding true TV once again on our televisions, right? The, uh, That's gotta, right. Got to discover where that is. Uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi up a bucket on Texas Southern now in a back-and-forth game, 61-59, 5.50 left in this. You do have a play on the play-in game. Oh, well, I did it again. The first four-in game later tonight. Pardon me. Yeah, I like to call it the playing game too. That's exactly what it is, playing in to get into the tournament. Uh, yeah, I, I bet the game under. I went under 133 and a half. It's down to 132 and a half right now. Uh, Indiana's defense has been tremendous all year long, number 21 uh, in the country in efficiency. Um, and they, they get even better in the paint, number seven against two point shots. They just don't let you get uh, inside shots and inside the paint. But I think the key to the game is, is the Cowboys. Jeff Linder's team plays extremely slow, 299th pace in the country. Their defense is 66th. They, they, they're very poor. Their weakness is the Cowboys' weakness, no offensive rebounds, and they don't create turnovers. Two things that if uh, you have an under, you don't want to see offensive rebounds and you don't want to see turnovers. So Cowboys are going to help us there. They went under their last four. UNLV was 64-57. Fresno was an overtime game, 61-61. Boise, 68-61. And UNLV uh, was another low-scoring game. So they, they played four low ones in a row, and now they're up against a really very solid defense in Indiana. So I think this game definitely goes under the total. Looking at tomorrow, Kenny, you are on the Bryant Bulldogs located in Smithfield, Rhode Island, Gil. They have Bryant the, Bulldogs. They have the leading scorer in D1, Peter in, Kiss. In Smithfield, Rhode Island. You've been there a lot. <laughs> I have not. you got a summer home there. I drove through. You have a summer home there, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you like about Bryant, Kenny? 
Yeah, well, the, the Peter Kiss, one of the best names in college basketball, and uh, he's an outstanding player, 6'4 kid that can score. He's their leading assist guy, plays defense, but uh, the head coach there has done a great job. Uh, Jared Grosso, in his uh, fourth year there, he took over a three-win team. He won 10 his first year, 15 the second. Last year in a shortened season, he was 15-7, and seven, and now this year 22-9. and nine. Uh, they play pressure defense. They get up and down. They're 16 and one their last 17 games, 13 and five covering the spreads. And they're a very, very experienced team. Four seniors and one junior start. Um, I, I, you know, I can't knock Wright State a whole lot. I like this team. They finished fourth in the horizon. They got a solid coach. But the, the only knock I gave is they don't play defense, 262nd defense. So I feel like I got the better team, the more experienced team, and a team that really continues to get better at getting points. 3,751 students there, Gil. Wow. 3,751. That was like in your dorm at LSU. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, all right. And the other first four in game tomorrow night, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, which, you know, anecdotally, Kenny, when you hear people pontificating about uh, the brackets, they're like, eh, Notre Dame's probably a team that doesn't deserve to be here. But they're taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who a lot of team are, a lot of people are high on. This is a, uh, to, to be the 11 seed, if you will, in their region. Notre Dame is favored by one, the total 132. Yeah, the, the number's right. I made Notre Dame a point favorite, so it's going to be a very close game. I think defense rules the day in this game. Uh, Notre Dame has played extremely slow this year, 261st in pace. Their defense, though, 300th. They, they, they make teams uh, run the shot clock deep. But you know what? Rutgers is better than that. 353rd in the country. Rutgers makes you take over 20 seconds per possession. And that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a half-court game both sides. The Rutgers defense 43rd in college basketball. And both teams are coming off maybe their worst defense performance of the season. So you got to expect the coaches have been talking the last couple of days. Defense, defense, defense. We need to get back to defense. Uh, Notre Dame gave up 89 to Virginia Tech. And uh, Rutgers gave up uh, 86 to Iowa. They're you know, both teams' worst performance. So I expect them both come out and play great defense in this game. And uh, again, short possessions, a low possession game, maybe 61, 62 possessions there in that one. Kenny, I think this will help people who are playing in bra bracket contests as well. But as you've kind of looked over the first round here, what the stuff that's going to be going on on Thursday and Friday, have you identified any, let's not talk about against the spread here, but just any, any, any upsets that could have that you think could happen outright. Yeah. I'll give you one for me, each bracket in the West. Uh, uh, the one that I think could be an upset is uh, Davidson over, over, over Michigan state, but it's, you know, not a big spread difference. Uh, the other one might be um, Indiana. If Indiana, which I think they get by Wyoming, Indiana could beat Alabama. I like the way Indiana's playing. So that could, that could be an upset there. Uh, from the East, uh, my, one of my favorite teams in the tournament is Virginia Tech. Um, I think Virginia Tech, they're going to have a tough schedule because they got an 11 seed, but I think they could win a couple games, maybe even three. Uh, they're playing that well. Um, in, in the South, I like Michigan. I think Michigan can beat Colorado State. They've had an up-and-down end here, but their coach is back. He apologized. I think they're going to play extremely hard for him. I love Tennessee, but Michigan's going to give Tennessee a battle. And then in the Midwest, uh, Miami, Florida is uh, my team that upset team, the, a 10 seed, who I think can actually 
I think this team can make the Elite Eight because I think the schedule fits well. They'll get to play Auburn in the second game, who plays much better at home than they do on the road. And then they get to play Wisconsin, who never deserved a three seed, and get to play in Milwaukee the first two games. So Miami will beat Wisconsin in that situation. So that's another uh, surprise team. Let me let me look at it the opposite way. Which of the sort of conventional wisdom teams that, ha- that, that some believe have a shot at the title and it's a big group this year, right? It's a it's a pretty pretty you know parody filled year as far as college basketball is concerned. Which is the most vulnerable? Would you believe the ones that you don't trust? That's a great question because there's so much parody. Baylor's number one on my list. Uh, being a one seed, uh, they're very shorthanded. Villanova is another team I don't trust. They go six deep, and if they have any type of injuries, uh, they they don't they have no bench to go to. Uh, those would probably be the two biggest ones I'm looking at. Houston might be another one, but they had a bad seed, so they may have a chip on their shoulder. But they lost two of their best players earlier in the year. wasn't a big drop-off in their rating because they've done a great job recruiting, so they were able to just fill in two players. But they've been going six deep most of the season, so that's another team to take a look at that they they, they don't go deep into their bench, and that could hurt some teams that, uh, you know, some of these good teams, so. Kentucky's got a big game. I, I don't know. If, I like San Francisco over Murray State, and uh, um, I think San Francisco can battle Kentucky and give them a battle in the in the second round. Kenny, we talked about a prop earlier that you can bet over under one and a half on number one seeds to make the final four. As you look at your bracket and kind of how you have it playing out, how many number one seeds do you have making the final four? Uh, Gonzaga, I have for sure because I think they're the best team in college basketball by by five points over anybody else. And then Arizona, um, barely making the Final Four. I only have them beating Houston by one point uh, in the Elite Eight and in the Final Four game. Or, or, I'm sorry, the uh, Sweet 16, one point over Houston and I have them at two points over Tennessee. So they, they've really got two difficult games. I would have to go under that one and a half. I think we're only going to see one number one seed, and I think that's going to be the Zags. Since you bring it up, Kenny, who's in your Elite Eight? My Elite Eight, uh, Gonzaga versus Duke, and Duke barely getting there. I only have them a one-point favorite over Texas Tech, so I could see that going either way. And in the East, you know, I've got UCLA one point over Baylor, and I got Purdue one point over Kentucky, and then I got Purdue one point over UCLA. So any one of those four teams could be there. Um, again, I told you Arizona and Tennessee, I have, but that could be if Villanova stays healthy and Houston stays healthy, those two teams could be there. Um, I have Iowa and Auburn. Um, I have Iowa upsetting Kansas. And I'm, you know, I've, I don't know, I've said it on several decent shows. I have, I have Iowa Hawkeyes, the second best team in college basketball. And I think they're that good. Wow. I think. I think Keegan Murray's the best player in college basketball. I think he's a top five NBA pick. I think he's a star in the NBA. And I think his brother is one of the top 10 players in college basketball next year. And then they have firepower all over the place. they got so many good three-point shooters. They don't play the greatest defense, but their defense is they never turn the basketball over. Never. They don't turn it over. I don't know, four or five turnovers a game. Uh, So that's their defense. They don't give the opponent second chances. And this team is that good, and they're peaking at the right time. This team is going to be very tough to handle for anybody in the tournament. Wow. Jordan Bohannon in his ninth year at Iowa, by the way, Kenny? As we, yeah, as it you got to love the experience. <laughs> Kenny, thank you so much. Great talking to you. Enjoy yep. the games tonight. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. You too. Texas Southern up five on A&M Corpus Christi. The Islanders with 233 left. Back and forth game for the right to get smoked by Kansas. All right, maybe they have a chance, but you know what's going to happen.
Coming back, Joe Sheehan, among other things, talk baseball with us. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Look your best and draft your best with the Just for Men March Basketball Series. Draft a winning lineup in two free-to-play contests for your shot at a share of $10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash JFM. That's Just for Men. Now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. For those of you unfamiliar with uh, the South Point, uh, Mandalay Bay is typically the uh, hotel deemed the southernmost point of the strip. If you keep going south, uh, about 10 minutes, uh, let's say 10 minutes, yeah, let's call it. you run into this big Goliath called the South Point. That's where we broadcast from. Now we are in, there it is, look at that, oh, majestic. Look at that beautiful building. Look at that. All right, so the point is is that we're in a studio here, the three of us, along with Sean McCullum uh, over there in the corner. Um, 
put baby in the corner over there. We're in a studio that's, uh, you know, a glass encased studio right adjacent to the sports book and the world famous hot dog stand. Yeah, we're in a fishbowl. We're in a fishbowl. Yeah. 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 And there's there's the South Point. There's, so there we are on the far yeah. left, if you're watching. Uh, but that's the South Point Sportsbook. They're all watching this uh, college basketball game and all kinds of sports right now, NBA, NHL. And so we don't usually, the, the, the glass is thick. Thick. We don't usually hear anything. It's a, we're, in a, we're, a, we're in a studio. It's a studio. Soundproof. Yeah. yeah. Soundproof. Except for, we just heard screaming going on, and it got through the window, and then we looked to our left, and somebody... Won a big jackpot over there, nine thousand and one dollars and nineteen cents on the old Game of Thrones machine. Kelly, Maria, and her family celebrating in town uh, for a vacation in Las Vegas. Really, cashing on the nine grand slot machine. There you go. We Kel- like to give our money to tourists. That's Ke- right. Kelly went out there to do some investigative journalism to figure <laughs> out all the details. It was cracking up when I yelled at us. I ran out. Investigative journalism. <laughs> I got it done in a break too. I was back by the time we were back. That's amazing. Good well on, good on them. Yeah. Who knows? Happy They're times. probably here for March Madness. Now she's got now she's got gambling money. And those are typically like penny machines too, right? I think yeah, I think so. Like those like themed ones are typically kind of like penny machines. They're ask- doing the whole uh, classic uh, jackpot celebration though. They're like this means we get free drinks for the night too, right? And you're like you just won nine grand, like you know. So walk us through that. So there's a commotion. Everybody's over there taking pictures. They're going nuts. Does a does a casino official walk over? Then yeah. That so point? there was a there was a casino official that walked over pretty quickly, hmm. um, and then a couple security guards as well. Because then there's people like there's a bunch of people like me. Well, because they know kids. you're about to walk around with nine grand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, like at that point, everyone knows you're about to walk around with nine grand in your pocket. Mm. Good on her. Well done. So congrats, Maria. There you go. What we be talking good, about her on the Good on, on the radio good on Maria. Listen, she is now up thirty nine thousand one dollar <laughs> and nineteen cents on me. Like like lifetime in slot machines. I've never won a penny on slot machines. Like not one dime. It I, I Kelly. It's like the because I never sit down and actually just play play. So it's always just like in passing. Yeah. So you drop a bill in there and then you hit it four times and then you just lost it's the money like when and then you just move on. It's like when it's five thirty in the morning and you're stumbling yeah. out of the casino. Yeah. Like I still got five seventy five yeah. left in my pocket here. Boom. Take it. What's so funny with all that commotion? There's one dude right here, short, who just didn't even look back. He didn't he even was look still over. I don't think. <laughs> we were watching him. He didn't even look over. I lose again. I lose again. He didn't, he didn't care about Maria's again. fortune whatsoever. <laughs> he just was like, he just was tuned into his screen. That was the only thing that. Kyrie has slowed know. down, but not by that much. He's got 51 now. Seven for nine from behind the arc. 17 for 24 for the game. 51 with uh, four minutes left in the uh, third quarter. Desmond Bain with 21. I believe that's over 20 and a half. So catch that in the third quarter. Woo! Desmond Bain. Video. video. You don't get $9,001.19 though for that, Kelly. Unfortunately. No. No, I did, I did no. not bet that much tonight. So no. I'm also going to uh, I'm also going to take this winner video. I had a, a tennis, you got tennis earlier, that one. There we before go. Before the show. Winners. Be- before the show. I don't think my Magic Plus 10 is going to get home, but... It looks as if that one's in danger. <laughs> it looks like that one's definitely in danger of not getting Oh, how are the Jets doing? We got to get them on a TV. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We all made I'll Jets get bets. TV. Jets bets. Jets bets. Um, we so, forgot all about the fact that we made hockey Yeah, bets. yeah. We got Jets bets. Uh, uh, Kelly, so this was, again, Gil and I were talking about this. So, Josina Anderson, which, again, listen, we're just passing along the information. I do believe she worked long enough in, in the – in the business to have some pretty good connections and probably have some pretty good sources. She says that she has been told 
that there are some dudes who are low-key waiting to see what Deshaun Watson's decision is before they make hmm. yeah, I've heard a that. decision. Hmm. I heard that link to Jarvis Landry, which I thought was interesting. But I think like, I feel like Landry, we brought it up earlier when we were talking about it with Juju. It's like, isn't it, man, either of those guys, if the Chiefs want you, go to go, go to the Chiefs. I know. Well, the only problem is, is now at this point, you see Zay Jones and Russell Gage and whatever making 10 mil a year. And the Chiefs might can only afford to pay you 10 mil. And you're kind of like, well, I mean, I'm worth 15 in this market. Right. You know, like, right. like I'm worth 15 in this market. So I'm going to go, I have to go somewhere. And I guess you guys might have heard this, but Diana Rossini is putting out this, this report now. It came out, she tweeted this about 30 minutes ago. So any team that has met with Deshaun Watson or is meeting with Deshaun Watson, their trade proposal has already been accepted by the Texans. Oh, I didn't know that. That's how you get the meeting. So, in other words, it's just at this point, the only thing left to do is for Deshaun Watson to, to say, I'm it, going yes. there. So, it is the first step for the Saints, Panthers, and Browns in arranging a meeting with Watson was presenting a trade package to the Texans. Once Houston approved, only then did they get the meeting. And the and the Panthers won, because I, I, I caught wind of the Panthers won earlier today. It's essentially like giving them... Three first round picks and two, two like generally first round worthy guys. So you're, it's like the equivalent of sending five first rounders, if you will, three actual ones and two players. I don't know. I have no idea what Deshaun's thinking. So then, by this, like you're saying, I mean, like a decision could come. I mean, like could be imminent. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it could be, be tomorrow if he decides, like, oh, okay, you know what, I like those guys. I'm, I want to go. To, I want to go there. Corpus Christi's uh, tournament dreams on life support just missed a free throw. They are down 71 to 63. 53 seconds remain. Texas Southern looks like they're headed in as the uh, 16th seed to take on Kansas, but we shall see. Here it is. Uh, this is from Todd Hampton. Deshaun Watson to Carolina deal could be finalized as early as tomorrow evening. I'm told package includes three first-round picks and Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns. Source telling me that Sean Watson has waived his no-trade clause after meeting with Panthers brass today. So some people saying the Panthers are the front runner. Who knows, right? Who knows at this point? Winnipeg Jets up two to nothing. Hockey update. So good on Andy McNeil. Though the Caps have fallen behind two to one. Not good on Andy McNeil. We're winning ours though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say not good for Andy McNeil. Good for Jets bets. We're, we're winning Jets bets. <laughs> jets we're bets. winning Jets bets. All right, we're jets winning bets. Jets bets. As long as we're winning Jets bets, that's all. Did you did you th- did you think it was a little odd? So the Falcons were sort of the mystery team that mm-hmm. popped up today, uh, interested in Deshaun Watson. Did you think it was odd that that Arthur? I'm sorry to giggle. I know. Do you think do you think it's odd that Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons, like went out of his way to say I'm very fond of Deshaun of Deshaun Watson? I know. It's like the moment the criminal charges went away, he's like, oh, I just love this kid. There, there's still civil charges, Arthur Blank. Maybe you should hold back on the whole yeah. all in on that. Uh, Tony Grossi just tweets. Tony Grossi, ESPN Cleveland. He's covered the team for a while. You might remember him from uh, news stories where he had uh, not nice things to say about Baker Mayfield a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the he tweets the Browns trade proposal to Houston is in. Their sales pitch to Deshaun Watson is over. Now they have to wait at least another day for the Falcons to make their pitch. Then Wat- Watson picks his team among Browns, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons, and Houston swings the deal. Hmm. I mean. Here's the thing. If you're looking at those teams, you have to look 
you have to look at the Falcons and see that the cupboard is bare. If you're Deshaun oh, Watson. They're, oh, yeah. What was the tweet I saw? I mean, they have no wide like, receivers on the team. 100%. Yeah, like, what, who... Here's yeah. who they have: Olamide Zach Zacchaeus. Sure, yeah, sure, right. Uh, Christian Blake, Frank Darby, Austin Trammell, and Chad Hansen. Zacchaeus made some catches this year. I remember. Yeah. I, I feel you like know. that's the only name I recognize. Yeah. 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 So what are you it, gonna do? so again in the whole because I said this about uh, CJ Ozoma going to the Jets, right? I said, oh, I think we learned a little something about CJ Ozoma with that, you know, signing, leaving the Bengals and Joe Burrow for the Jets, but. If you're Deshaun, we're going to learn something about him, too, I think, mm-hmm. right? Well, the whole NFC South, besides the Buccaneers, wants him. Yes. And, and maybe even and maybe even if you, if, you, if you really asked him, even the Bucs would want him. But, maybe. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see that San Francisco rumor pop up today? Like, they were interested as well? I did, but I guess, I mean, according to this, if they, they haven't they, had yeah. their proposal approved, Disappeared as quickly as they came down up. to four, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what it sounds like. The uh, If you're Deshaun, where, you sh- where should you go? I would I, go to Carolina. I keep I saying, think, I'd go to Carolina. I think I'm starting to lean that way. I think it's Carolina. Look, you got Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and then whatever else you can add over the next year or two there. Didn't the Panthers say they're listening to uh, trade offers for, for McCaffrey now as well? Thought I saw that come across the curl. Uh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Giants listening to trade offers for Saquon. Let's catch it on. We'll update all the scores next. Joe Sheehan from the Joe Sheehan Baseball Newsletter. Talking free agency next. Beeson's Prime Time Action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.